0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Um, let's go to footy, Coons. How about that? Let's talk about some AFL because it is starting to heat up a little bit at a number of clubs across the league. Our next guest, um, it takes, I guess it takes a special type of football journalist to be on the tools at this time of the year in late November. <laughs> and that's exactly what this man is. One of AFL media's absolute finest, if not the finest, and recently engaged too, Josh Gablich. Welcome to Sports Day and congratulations.
0: Hello, Tom. Hello, Coons. Yes, I am one of those strange types that likes getting around to clubland at this time of year. There's just a little bit more to see. There's a little bit of a relaxed vibe with no premiership points on the line. So, although the weather hasn't been great, it was awful at Waverley Park this morning.
2: <laughs> so you, you, they're open sessions at the moment, Josh. You don't have to sneak in or jump out of dumpsters or anything to try and see what's going on.
0: No, none of that, Coons. You can sort of see plenty. I mean, not at the moment, there's not a great deal of matching. That'll crank up in December and and late January when they come back. But no, they they give you plenty of time at this time of year.
1: Where do you want to start? What club do you want to start at, Josh? Who's been the most interesting from what you've seen?
0: Well, I haven't seen too much this year, but I was at Hawthorne today and watched, watched their session. And I suppose, I mean, you and I are intrigued at this time of year with some of the changes that are made to footy departments. I reckon yeah. the assistant coach and development coach space has been really interesting this off-season on the back of a bit of a soft cap bump. We've seen plenty of plenty of changes. And one that arrived today at Hawthorne, I found really interesting. That's Aaron Sipos, who at the start of this year was playing in the Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles. And today, he was signed by Hawthorne as a development coach. So pretty amazing to, to think about his sporting journey given his time at St Kilda and his time at Auburn University and three years in the NFL and, and since he was let go by the Eagles he has been looking to come back to the AFL and get into coaching. He's actually signed with Williamstown as an assistant coach there and he's now at Hawthorne and it's on the back of his relationship with Andy Collins who's head of de- head of development at Hawthorne. He coached him at Willie before he started his punching journey so a really interesting name that's been added by the Hawks.
2: So, I mean, we are sometimes obsess over American sports and, and emulate it in our game. Do you think that that element was one of the reasons why they've signed Aaron, to bring that sort of American flavor in and see what they do differently over there to pick up on a few things here?
0: Well, he's got an exercise science and a teaching background and he was coaching well, at Brighton Grammar before he departed. So I think this has been in his long-term planning for some time. But I dare say his experiences. Is- even at Auburn University, uh, uh, really set him up for this part. But he's only 31. I thought he might have another crack at, at making it as a punter, if not, you know, this season, next season, or in the years to come. So I was surprised that he made the decision to come home, but not surprised by the coaching aspect, because I know for some time this has been part of his next phase.
2: What about on the track? Who's burning it up at Waverley?
0: <laughs> well, Josh Weddle is the one, Coons. He's, he's off and running. He. he, he Dominated day one with a with a big yo-yo test, and there was a thought that he'd actually beaten the test, which I don't think is possible. But he defeated the yo-yo, <laughs> the but he, he won it by a long way. So they're thrilled with the way he, he's come back. I mean, he had a great first year, of course, on their best first year player. So he, he looks to be raising the bar again. They've got a test. On Saturday, I'm not sure if they're across that, but they've got a, they've got a fitness test on <laughs> Saturday. So I'm sure he will dominate that again. And, and Josh Ward and Ken McKenzie, probably the other two, they're two former pick sevens that have had decent starts, but not massive starts to their AFL careers, but they've had a really good start to this preseason, along with Connor McDonald. And obviously heaps of interest in, in Connor McDonald and and that forward line on the back of all the changes they've made, even with Nick Watson coming in last week and, and Jack Ginevan, who was out there, Today i looking quite good. So plenty of young faces that are making a, a, an impression early at the Hawks.
2: Just on Ginevan, so you, you mentioned that he has actually officially started training. Did, did he have to go back that early? I know a lot has been made about him not fronting up day one, only a few weeks after winning a premiership. Surely he's due for a little bit more of an extended break?
0: Well, he returned when he was required to return. So he could have returned maybe a week earlier with the younger players, given he's still a first... Uh, to fourth-year players in that in that bracket still, but he was granted the extra week given where Collingwood played. So he turned up at the start of last week and and he's off and running. So they're, they're pretty happy with with the way he started. He looked pretty sharp today.
1: You know, you know as well as I do, Josh. It's been a pretty uh, eventful off-season at the Western Bulldogs with lots of football department changes. Um, any news out of there? What what have they been saying and how are they going with uh, with lots of new faces around the place?
0: Yeah, plenty of new faces. So when you think about that footy department, it looks vastly different with Matt Egan coming across as their coaching and performance manager. Daniel Pratt has arrived as a backline coach, Jaron Geary, in a leadership capacity. And, and Alex Johnson, which, talking about Aaron Sipos before, is another great story in terms of some of the changes this offseason, given all the troubles he had at Sydney, and he's five years out of the AFL system. He's come back in as a development coach. I think that made a bit of a surprise on Monday because they support, they signed... Lockie Bramble, who was delisted from Hawthorne. And we knew Marty Hall was, was going to get a contract at Melbourne. We knew Jeremy Sharp was going to get one at Fremantle. But this one was one that caught some by surprise when the uh, SSP window opened on Monday. So in addition there, and I suppose on the back of what they did with Oscar Baker last year, was signed the same way and, and played 17, 18, 19 games and showed quite a bit on a wing. They've gone to that well again with, with Lockie Bramble.
2: So everyone's back on deck now for the Western Bulldogs or is it just some of the younger players? Because they, they do have uh, a conundrum or two when it comes to some players being out of contract at the end of 2024.
0: No, they're all back on deck, turns The one that wasn't out there on Monday, and it's a slight concern right now, is, is Marcus Pontempale. He had that ankle surgery about a month ago now. The hope was that he'd be good to go come day one of the pre-season. I think he's going to have a bit of a modified program between now and Christmas. So he's still doing... Some, some bike and some swimming and, and off legs sort of stuff, but he won't trade, I don't think, with the main group before Christmas. But Bailey Smith was probably the one on Monday who, who, who came back in and, and made a big statement, won the, the 2K time trial just ahead of Riley Sanders that they picked last week, of course, and so much intrigue around him given his contract status and all the speculation that followed him across the trade period. So he made a really strong start on Monday.
2: Do you are you close enough to hear the times in the 2k? Or do you know what some of the players, the elite players are getting?
0: No, I'm not across the times, but I, I think the issue has been the heaviness of the track is what you hear from some of them. I think uh it's been a, it was a wet Monday morning and they did that 2k time trial out at the Witten oval and I don't think the times uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to compare club to club would be my view at the moment. I think it's just depending on the day and the heaviness of the track.
1: What was your best 2K, Coons?
2: Uh, I was around 6, 26, 30, okay. I think. I only did it a few times but because um, I was generally in the gym doing swimming, boxing or
1: bike coming off uh, <laughs> off-season, knee surgery. And what would you run now if you had to run a 2K? <laughs> I wouldn't finish it. <laughs> you, you <laughs> Honestly, I'd, I'd get nowhere near it. Hey, Punt Road, uh, Richmond Footy Club, Josh, I'm intrigued by two players there. Josh Kipkus, who is a high draft pick a couple of years ago, has had his troubles with injuries, but he's highly touted, especially as a defender. And Tom Lynch, who we know, um, are they likely to be back early in the season? Is there any news out of um, of the Tigerland?
0: I went out there yesterday, Tom, and Adam Uze did speak, and he, he preached patience with both of them. Obviously, two really important players at different ends of their careers, but both missed you know, essentially all of this year. Josh Kipkis didn't play at all after doing that hamstring in the pre-season. And Tom Lynch only played the first four games before breaking his foot. And I think right now, with a, with more than 100 days, there is a quite confidence that they'll be right for that opening game against the Gold Coast Suns. But still plenty needs to go right between now and then for them both to be available. Josh Kipkis is the interesting one because his hamstring issue, unless you followed it closely, it's actually much more complex than people realise. I mean... He had hamstring tendon surgery in February and didn't play at all this year and was sent to Doha only a few weeks ago to go and meet with a a sports medicine practice over there to find some answers because they've been searching for some answers. He's had some nerve issues, and muscular atrophy, and all these different problems that have just left them a little bit stumped to try and find some answers. But he's pretty close to full training. We won't see him train with the main group properly until post-Christmas. And Tom Lynch didn't train yesterday. He was inside. So there is a bit of confidence that he's turned the corner in the last month. Obviously, he had so many issues with his with his foot in the past 12 to 18 months. He, he didn't train at all really last preseason and made it back in time to play round one. So if it's not round one or opening round, they've got the game against the Suns in the opening round. It'll be pretty close to the start of the season, I think.
2: Our Richmond fans will love to hear that. Um, Pies fans won't love to hear that Braden Maynard has gone in for surgery. So he's out for a while with a shoulder. But they do have a few extras on the track for... Is there one spot left on the SSP for the Pies?
0: They've actually got three spots, Coons. I think they're only going to fill two during the SSP and keep one open for the mid-season draft. But they're trailing five players at the moment. It's on the back of the success they had with Oleg Markov this year. Don't forget, he was signed in February and became a premiership player in September. So they're the net pretty wide this this, off, this pre-season. They've got five players training, 2 delisted players in Bryn Teekel and Jack they're looking at a, a star from the Vaffa. Sam Sofranidis is a, <laughs> probably the best player in the Amos, plays for collisions, 23-year-old, and then they've, they've brought up two players out of their VFL program in Campbell Husswaite and Josh Ayer. So a real diverse mix in terms of positions and ages, but they're looking for some mature bodies to add to the list. So I dare say they signed, they've signed two players, and it might not be just from this five. I think they might look at a couple more post-Christmas, but a really interesting mix.
1: Josh, love your work. You're all over the place and you're all at these different clubs and I'm sure you're enjoying it as well. So I uh, appreciate your time. Uh, uh, can we ask that you can come into the studio maybe in a couple of weeks' time, have a bit of a chat, maybe a longer discussion about what you've seen? Of course, uh, of course. You, Happy to. You're a good man, Josh. If you ask them on air, Coons, they rarely say no. That's the, that's the tactic. <laughs> that's um, have no. a great night, Josh. We'll speak to you again soon. Thanks, Tom.
0: Thanks, Coons.